Well, that is Pop Culture Yearbook. On this show, we pick pieces of pop culture that were important to us in a given year. We then discuss memories and dig into those movies, albums, shows, and more. I'm Brad. I'm Pete. And I'm Giff. And it's a new month, Pete. What are we doing? Oh, man, we're going to open the yearbook. Yeah, let's not waste any time. We just get that puppy open. No shit. (laughs) Well, that's my name. That's my name. (laughs) What year are we opening to, Pete? Page 2002. Oh, that's a good one. We've got a really thick yearbook, by the way. It's like a Bible. It's like, okay, pretty cool. 2002. King James. So tonight we're going to kick off the year talking about what we remember from 20 years ago. 20 years. And we're going to give you our top fives from the year as well. Just a little overview of the year, 2002, which is one of those years like 2005 that we did. Doesn't feel like that long ago, but here we are, 20 years. (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't. uh, Time definitely does fly by. I mean, it does. To think that, you know, 26 years old back in 02. Yeah, we're I mean, just I feel young like and... All these 2000 ones we do are like so recent and like, mm-hmm. you know, people would just want to hear about 80s and 90s. But like these are literally like the, what we're going to talk about in our second episode is very nostalgic for me. Like I was listening to that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, holy crap, that really just takes me back to yeah. a different time. This yes, is me- when the years just to start to blend together, though. Like before this. Mm-hmm. Like when you're in college and those first couple of years out of college, you're living in a, in a different place every year. Every year is so distinct. Now, mm-hmm. like we're settling into our married lives. Not that it's bad or anything. We love our married lives. Um, but uh, but it just sort of, okay, you're living in the same house now for, in my case, 10 years straight. And now yeah. my current house, 12 years straight. And same job a lot of times. Do. That's probably yeah. it, is that you look back, and even though it is 20 years ago, your life isn't a ton different then than it is now. So it's not like mm-hmm. looking back right. when you've right. had a whole different life, you know? Right. Yeah. It's this like, is getting pretty deep, guys. <laughs> it is. It we is. like to keep it more shallow than that. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, Gifford, you always think you have nothing to say. So do you want to kick off our memories for us I, here? I oh, would love to. kick ass, though. I would love to. So this is the first year that I started working as a flooring installer. So I've been doing installations for 20 years now. Um, I also remember, uh, so, um, <laughs> I remember uh, one of my buddies, of course, this is the wedding time Different for us. Drinking, by the way, everybody. Yes, that's true. Yes, yes. This is uh, our major wedding time. Like everybody we know is getting married and, you know, you around go. us. That's so right. my my buddy Boomer got married that year. That was an excellent wedding, a lot of fun. Um, the bride and her family custom-made camouflage bow ties and vests for the uh, groomsmen and ushers. So I have that, still have it. Um, I think it's been used in different um, Halloween costumes throughout the years, but that was awesome. Um one of the big things this year that I remembered back to was that my wife and I were lodging a lot of people this year. In particular, two of her cousins. Uh, Molly was a little later in the year, but this is the summer that oh, uh, her cousin Emily lived there. This is the summer that Emily lived with us. Oh, I remember that well. <laughs> so uh, her cousin Emily is 
a rather fetching young lady. And it was interesting because it seemed like my buddies would come by a little more often. Um, and I have to tell one in particular, I have not to, me though, by the way, I have to tell one story not in particular. Me. He will go unnamed, but I remember one day in the summer, Emily was a, a good tennis player. And of course, Brad being a teacher, he was always available in the summer to do things. <laughs> so we had three of us that needed, that wanted to go play tennis and we needed a fourth. So we call around and we asked, you know, ask if uh, anybody wanted to play tennis. And we got one taker. And we told this particular friend, hey, meet us at this park and uh, we'll play doubles tennis. So he, of course, obliged. I do not remember playing tennis like this, by the way. Oh, you don't? This is one of my favorite stories of all no. time. So we go down to the park, the three of us, and we're warming up. And this particular friend pulls into the parking lot in his truck, and it is completely loaded down with almost all of his possessions. He was in the <laughs> middle of moving and stopped moving to come play tennis with us because Emily would be there. Was his mattress still attached to the yes. car? Did it fly? <laughs> no, his mattress was still on the car at that point. Do you remember where he might be moving, like, from and to because was Burnsville anywhere near his route? Probably from no him and a different friend probably lived on Selby where we had that Halloween party we talked about in two thousand one. Okay. And then this might have been when he moved to his condo alone. I'm not sure. But it wasn't on the way. Well, no, that wouldn't be on the way at all. <laughs> I. <laughs> so he went well out of his way just to show up to to play some tennis. But uh, yeah, so that was. That was one of my favorite stories from. And he fell in love from that year. Yes, he did. This was uh, well before um, his current relationship. But anyway, that was uh, that was my favorite story. I think from from that year. Uh, anybody else want to go ahead with that? Um, well, I'm ready. Okay. So that's what you got. That's all I got. Okay. So we did only live um, two and a half miles apart at that time. Gif, you mm -hmm. and me. It was always fun. Yep. This was a big year with my job, so that's what I remember, because 2002, in the spring, was the end of my third year of teaching. And in order to be tenured and have, like, a job again, you need to get to your fourth year. And at my school, a person was supposed to retire who then changed her mind late in the year, and it meant there was nothing open left for me. And I did not get fired. The principal wanted me back, and I can explain that here in a second. So I had to scramble to look for a job and I started applying all over and, and then a, a point six job opened at the other junior high in our district. And I got that and the principal said, okay, you go interview, get that job and then next year you're gonna come right back here. And that's what happened, I came back. But it was pretty weird because the principal at that school was retiring and he was like really good friends with my principal and she's like well you should just get the job but he insists on having the interview and being official so i go interview and this guy literally looked like he's falling asleep in the interview and another guy in the room who became the acting principal the next year was just this big kind of scary guy who you couldn't read at all so i had no idea what was going on there but i did get offered the job thankfully and it turned into a point eight because I got to teach a computer class 
that when I look back and remember the stuff we taught in that class, it's just it's hilarious because it was just insane. <laughs> it was like in that Parks and Rec scene where everybody goes to Alta Vista to type in Google. <laughs> right? I mean, we were like going through all these different web search browsers and it was just so crazy. Um, but I also so I got that job. I went back. So everything worked out. I also started coaching that year, though. So, too, I, I started coaching tennis that fall oh, and right. I became the newspaper person at the school too that year. So I was able to make a lot of extra money to make the job just about equal to like a full-time job. And getting into coaching was really fun because I had a lot of really cool experiences there. And so that was really good. I also then, once I was officially, okay, I got a job, everything's working out, and I have friends in the district that I'm going to be with, we all started our master's degree that year, too. And so one weekend a month that fall, we started going to the zoo school in Apple Valley, which was our meeting place. And we had, like, all day Saturday, all day Sunday classes for a master's degree. And it was not fun, and I did not enjoy it, but I did get through it. The trip that I remember from that year is we went to Vegas. So me and my wife went with, um, this is back when we all didn't have kids and we hung out a lot more with other people. We actually went on a trip with her friends Stacy and Tara and their husbands and we stayed at the MGM Grand and we spent a bunch of time at the Sahara gambling. We went to the Hoover Dam. We had a van rented. We went to the Valley of Fire. It was a really fun trip. And so I remember doing that on spring break. And looking back, that's just kind of funny because like some of these people you like so rarely see anymore, but yet we went on a vacation. Mm-hmm. And the only other thing I have is that I just I try to think about uh, what was going on in sports uh, and not much, except this is the year the twins survived contraction. We all <laughs> thought they were going to lose the entire franchise mm-hmm. and they survived the contraction and they made the playoffs for the first time in 2002 and in 11 years and it was really fun and revitalizing for all of us sports fans and baseball fans at the time turned the team around and they were good for for and then uh, they were good for a whole decade yeah yeah the the whole decade after a tear after winning the world series in 91 they were good in 92 and then they were just god off terrible for a decade yeah Yeah, terrible for a decade and then they kind of came back and just revitalized my interest and everybody's interest in the team and the sport. So that was an exciting time. So we're going to turn it over to Pete, who something happened this year to him, and we don't know what, but he's <laughs> well, it's he's got uh, something to say. Um, well, 2002, um, I, I won't say it was my best memory, but it was a very important moment that happened uh, during that year. And to, to, to set up the story, I actually got to go back to 1996. Um, so it was uh, shortly January of 96, this was shortly after I started dating Jenny. Uh, Jenny lived in the dorms. And one of the, you know, one of the greatest things about college is how easily and quickly you can make lots of friends and everything. One of the one of the first and best friends that Jenny made, her name was Robin. Uh, and so she was really uh, she was appropriately named because she was known for her trademark, just bright red hair, uh, <laughs> just the most fun person that we we ever really hung out with and uh her and uh jenny became just best best friends during that year and i was a part of it and um um so it was like the three of us just doing almost everything together it's like then they became roommates the next year and um um and so i was over there all the time 
Uh, I don't think I was annoying to her because it was like we I could just go over there. Even if Jenny wasn't around, we would just hang out, watch TV, talk and whatever. And so she just became one of the best female friends that I'd ever had. Um, there's only about two or three really, really, really great female friends uh, that I'd had, you know, not a relationship or anything like that. But we we're just super uh, great friends. Uh, she had a boyfriend. Awesome. Awesome dude, too. He was his name is Jason. And um, um, during the summers, we would go camping together. We would go up to Jenny's family cabin together um, just all the time. Just a, a lot of really great uh, memories. And so um, I remember in particular, there was the summer of 97 was, um, uh, you know, during I went to Mankato State and during the school year, it's just like during the weekends, all parties all the time. <laughs> from Thursday right. through Thursday through Saturday. Um, and, th and that's what it was all about. But during the summer is like because almost everybody went back home. And so there's just it, it was just quiet and it was just a whole different world during the summer. So it was just it was kind of nice, actually, because you could just kind of come home and just sit at home and do nothing the whole weekend or whatever. And so the few people that were left behind and I, I stayed behind in Mankato to take some summer classes and Robin did as well. And so we really didn't have a lot of our other friends. And so we did spend uh, just a ton of time together. And um, um, we uh, uh, in August of 97, we um, uh, went out. It was just a beautiful, beautiful night. Uh, we went out for probably the longest walk I'd ever been on. I think it was at least two hours. We it's just the two of us. We walked all around Mankato. Um, and just talked about life and talked about our futures, all of that sort of stuff, right? And um, in fact, during that walk, uh, we were greeted by uh, anyone, anyone, any guesses who we were greeted by? Somebody famous. In August. Kind of famous. Vikings related? Yeah, actually. It was um, Mitch Berger. Nope. <laughs> it Dennis was Green. Uh, close. Defensive coordinator Foge Fazio. Oh, um, oh good old that's Foge. my next guess, Foge. <laughs> <laughs> he was just out on the sidewalk. He was just coming in uh, uh, to the building. It was it was uh, probably eight thirty or so because it was almost dark and um, there there hadn't been practice for a while. But they had been doing something on the field. The coaches had been or whatever. And he was just like walking by himself, and uh, he greeted us and uh, just uh, said, "Hey, nice night," you know, just small little exchange but that was just one of the uh one of the things there and so um um so yeah we just she was just one of the best sweetest uh friends that i'd ever had in my life and then um it, fast forward a few years she did get married her and jason did get married in i want to say 1999 and um and then jenny and i got married in 2001 robin was one of the bridesmaids in the wedding and so um, she gave a speech at the uh, at the um, um, the groom's dinner. Um, and so just I, I can't say enough about how how much she she actually was as much of a part of our relationship as Jenny and I were to each other during that time. So August 14th of 2002, um, worst day of my life. Uh, we're just sitting around watching TV. Um, just a normal night, get a phone call. 
And we find out that Robin was carpooling with her mom coming home from work that night and um, got broadsided um, just by a guy that was being a complete ass. He wasn't drinking, but he um, he had a long rap sheet. And in fact, he was in jail, but he was out on work release. So he was supposed to go only to work and back. Um, but he didn't even go to work at all. And he was with his girlfriend speeding probably 100 miles an hour. So slammed into her car and she was dead on impact. Uh, the mom was um, seriously injured, but she's doing a lot better now. We did see her once since then. Um, and she had broken like 14 or 15 ribs, something like that. And, and she still has back problems and, and whatnot. But um, um, so, yeah, um, I just remember the funeral and it was just, like I said, it was the absolute worst thing that ever happened to me um, and, and Jenny, of course. And it um, just had a, a lasting impact. But, um, you know, you get through it. And um, then eventually, like initially, I just remember just how much anger that we both felt about the whole situation didn't have to happen. Again, it's just a, an idiot uh, just not caring about the lives of others. And that's what happened. Um, but then over time, that feeling of anger just gets replaced by, by the memories, by the, by the, uh, you know, all the fun memories that we did have of her. So that was the biggest thing that happened to me in uh, 2002. And Robin, if you're listening, and I know you are, because my vision of heaven is a place where they play pop culture yearbook on, on, on continuous loop on the loudspeakers. So just want to say we miss you. And um, that's all I have to say. And in fact, it was um, a month ago tonight, so August 14th, that, would, that we, we had brought it up. That was the 20-year anniversary of, uh, of that accident. Oh, I remember that well. Once you started telling the story, then I did know what you were going to talk about. So that was a big one. Yeah, no doubt. Yep. Yeah. So there it is. So I can't say it was a, a good memory, like I said, but... That's that was um, the biggest event that happened in 2002. Did you have any other happier memories you wanted to share to? Um, not really. Go off of that. <laughs> no, I guess. How about a first I, I, anniversary or? Uh... Oh, yeah, it would have been our first anniversary there. It was right after that, though. So it's like true. our first anniversary was in September. Um, but, um, um, uh, but yeah. And so it was just, a, it was a difficult time because Jenny had lost her dad, not too just, uh, within two years before that. And so just a lot of, a lot of stuff going on around that time. Mm -hmm. So. All right. Well, so without, uh, uh, you know, there's, I don't know if there's a good segue, but we can go <laughs> right into our top fives. Hey, why don't you um, do your top five TV, Pete, since you're already you going? Top five TV? Okay. This was a year. Um, I think that this is going to be very similar for, for both of you two um, to 2001, which we had talked about last year, as a matter of fact, because I remember we did our 9-11 episode then. Yeah, one year ago. You just... can go back and listen to that one. Mm -hmm. Not exactly a lot of happy thoughts, is there, tonight. So, in fact, though, I will say, because I, I I remember thinking this, getting back to Robin, I remember after that happened, it was like thinking, what's worse? You know, would I rather relive August 14th or 9-11? 9-11. Because it's, it's 3,000 people that I don't know. 
versus one person that I do know that's in my inner circle and that I care about a lot. And so I don't know. It's just it was a hypothetical that is probably a stupid hypothetical because both are just absolutely terribly tragic. But um, it was it was something that I had like muddled over. I, I remember thinking it in my head after after it happened. But either way, just um, awful stuff. But anyway, getting back um, to the top five TV of that year. Um, so I did have, because the early days we did watch American Idol for about the first two or three seasons. Um, and then it just, um, continually got, it was exciting early on. And then it just sort of dwindled and got worse and worse over time. And then it just became too gimmicky. Um, we did watch a lot of 24, uh, Will and Grace, um, ER, that was one of Jenny's favorite shows that she watched all the time. And so I kind of got sucked into it as well. And then do you guys remember the show Monk? Yeah. I, I don't think show. I ever really Tony watched Shalhoub. it. Tony Shalhoub. Tony Shalhoub. Yeah, that was a show that uh, we had gotten into for a little while there, and I remember watching I it. I remember the show Wings. Yes, oh, that, was, yeah. that was before that, but Tony Shalhoub was in it. Right. Yes. Wings would have been, what, mid-90s, late-90s? Mid, yeah, yeah mid-90s. Early, early 90s. First half of the 90s. Okay. That was a good show, and I think it's probably underrated. Or, it was you know, a good show. When you, when you look back on it, you never see that show in syndication or anything. Um, but um, It used yeah, to be. I, I remember it. being on all the time, but that was really? probably 20 years ago. <laughs> so were you watching this in, that in syndication 20 years ago in 02? All right, my TV list, as you alluded to, I looked back at 2001. It's basically all the exact same shows. And I I had almost the same order, but not quite. So my two honorable mentions were The Weakest Link and Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Because game shows were huge at the time. Mm-hmm. And I had Just Shoot Me as well. The five shows I watched the most were Scrubs. Friends, of course, Temptation Island, which we mm-hmm. talked about one year ago on our September, uh, or not our September, but our 2001 episode. So that's a good one. And then Ed, which nearly oh, became yeah. my choice for this month because I really like that show. And when you talk about nostalgia, that's a show that kind of just disappeared. And when I remember watching it, it just brings back so many good feelings because it it was me and my wife that watched it. You know, we just us two living alone now without kids, and we had just gotten married. Um, and I really liked that show, but I didn't pick it. And then number one was <laughs> Undeclared, which was kind oh. of like the sequel to Freaks and Geeks. Mm-hmm. Some of the same people, and it was in college, and it was Judd Apatow people again. So only on for one season, another tragically short show. Yep. Well, I, much like you, have almost the same top five as a year before. Um, a couple of my honorable mentions was were uh, CSI, uh, Will and Grace, and I was watching Fear Factor back then. Um, my number five was The Daily Show. Number four, Dawson's Creek. Number three was Friends. Two was The West Wing. And number hey, one... we got an episode on that. That's right. And that's right. My number one will have an episode shortly, and that was Scrubs. There you go. Yeah, coming up this year, right? Coming up uh, later in the month. There you go. Sneak preview. Which also uh, includes uh, Kavanaugh from Ed. I think we'll be covering possibly an episode that has him in it. Boy, he was really big there for a while. What happened to that guy? Yeah, no doubt. Um, Do you want me to 
start with the music? Sure, sure. I like it. All right. Well, um, I just wrote down um, a few songs that uh, I liked. So I got Blurry by Puddle of Mud. <laughs> Puddle of Mud. Puddle of Mud. Puddle when of I'm filth. Gone, Three Doors Down. Uh, my number five, Complicated, Avril Lavigne. Number four, Hollaback, or no, Hella Good, sorry, Hella Good by No Doubt. Uh, my number three was uh, Can't Stop, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Uh, two, Lose Yourself, Eminem. And number one, Hot and Her. Oh, yeah. Ah, <laughs> that's a good choice. Thank you. I remember this is we even still went out sometimes. And I remember vividly going to the freight house in Stillwater. Oh. And like we were all in the car and Courtney was maybe the song was on, but she was singing that. And, and I can still just remember that moment. Yes. So that's my list. Who's got it? Who's got the next one? I can go next. Um, my top one was um, Brad. Thank you for helping me out on this one. One by one by the Foo Fighters. You're um, yes. Uh, my number two was also Hot in Her. Nice. Um, I actually, you know, I, I'm not a huge hip hop guy, um, as you can probably tell. But um, uh, I did own that album. Uh, nice. That was one. I went out. I bought that CD, and I actually did really like it. There's a lot of good songs on it. That country are grammar. Mm -hmm. Country grammar. That's right. Um, you had EI. Um, the, oh you yeah. You had uh, what was it? Batter up. That was another good one. Um, and a few other ones too. Um, uh, th this was when Pink, I think, first started. First came out, right? With uh, "Get the Party Started." Um, and I... so a couple. I feel like that song came later, but I, I don't know. Uh, I think that was actually one. Oh, my God. Oh, well, because well, I had written a top song. I, hey, I have no idea. Down. You asked. So I, no, I, I kind of scrambled. I wrote down that song, Pete, and then I had to go back and check, and it was released in 01. Well, then it was the, probably big in 2002. It was huge in 2002, yes. Move on. The auditors are going to come after me now, aren't they? <laughs> now I think we're I good. Had, I had uh, Superman, Five for Fighting. Mm. Um, and, uh, we did talk, I know you guys both hated this song, uh, as we talked about in the nine 11 episode, but, uh, this was when Alan Jackson came oh, out God. with his, where were you in the world? Stop turning. It's one that stood out to me and I've got a lot of, you know, it, it did stand out. Where for were me, you? So. I oh, did stop. see it on the, on the top songs of the year list though. Yes. You're going to hear it was Dave on that one. <laughs> Jesus. Oh. All right. I, uh, it's good that I'm going last because my choice for this month is a musical selection again, which as I was making the notes, uh, I realized we haven't done one of those in a while. It was kind of fun to uh, looking forward to hearing Pete's sneaky favorites and Gifford's sucker <laughs> things that he's going to have to say. So. I do have a, cigar, a sneaky favorite. Anyway, in the next have episode that you'll hear next week. Honorable mentions. Uh, the County Crows had uh, album Hard Candy. I think that's the one that had American Girls, which was a fun song. Wilco, Yankee Ho Hotel Foxtrot, which was this big controversial album because they like got dropped by their label and they didn't like it. And then they make, made documentaries and I read a book about this album. It's crazy. It like got a more more um, publicity than they ever had because the record label hated the album. Uh, Cheryl Crow, Come On, Come On. I'm surprised one of oh. you didn't mention that one. 
Yeah, I saw. Um, what's the what's the big um, soak, up, soak up the yeah. sun? Soak, soak up, up the sun. sun. Yeah, I saw that one on the uh, on the list of top songs for the year. It's a good album. And it, it's a good song. And then my top five. Uh, one album that came out that is not by an artist, but that I, we listened to so many times. It was a movie that I did not really like. I think I slept through it. But the I Am Sam soundtrack was all Beatles covers by like current artists. That's like right. Eddie Vedder yep. on there. And I talked about it when we did soundtracks oh, one time I remember last that. year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so good. I love the covers on that album. And I actually heard some Beatles songs like on there that I really wasn't all that familiar with and became loved them because of that instead. So it was my five. Number four, I have one of my all-time favorite bands that you guys probably won't even know. It's Imperial Teen. Oh, yeah. They're Oh, yeah? All right. (laughs) (laughs) They are an awesome alternative band that I've loved. This was their third album called On, and so that was that number four. And then the number three is another artist we've talked about on this show about a year ago, Chris Isaac. He had an album called Always Got Tonight with some real Chris Isaac bangers on there. Sweet. So we did Forever Blue last year. Please, that's a popular episode. Go listen. Gifford nailed it. I did. My number two is actually not the Foo, or my number one is actually not the Foo Fighters. It's number two, one by one, which is one. I love that album and I love all my life and so many songs. Um, But that is my number two. My number one is the album that I chose that we're going to have as our topic next week. And we're going to talk about polarizing bands too next week. Mm -hmm. And this is the year Coldplay came out with A Brush of Blood to the Head, which is. Man, I have so much to say. This album is so good. So I don't know if you guys liked it, but it was huge. It was huge huge at the time. It was awesome. And going back and listening to it several times made me not regret my choice. So that's my number one. That's a good, that's a hell of a list. Stay tuned next week to find out if we liked it or not. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so by the order we've been doing, I'll do the movies now. Excellent. So... I'm just going to list off some honorable mentions here. This is, see, the funny thing doing this list is we always like pick so many comedies and like that's my obviously genre of choice. Yep. But when I was going through the movies from 2002, I only have two comedies listed and neither one of them are like classics like that I love, like so many of the other ones we talk about. Yep. It's all like action or drama, even horror movies that I've got here. Or a musical. So I have Chicago listed. Yep, that's a good one. Bowling for Columbine, a documentary. Red Dragon. I love Red Dragon, the prequel to Silence of the Lambs. And Mm -hmm. Edward Norton was just, he was the man at this time. Well, and Ray Fiennes was the villain. He was excellent in that, yeah. And I didn't like Hannibal Mary much, so it was like, this was a real surprise. Like, that was really, I I thought that was awesome when this came out, because it was like a big step back up. Yep. One Hour Photo, the big dramatic uh, Robin Williams movie, was great. Spider-Man, oh, I, the first I, one. I think mm-hmm. I've only seen that once. That, that was a good movie, though. I forgot about Which one, one, hour one Hour Photo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gifford, um, of course, we all went to my big fat Greek wedding. He's switching. <laughs> He's switching. <laughs> oh, we talked about that one time. <laughs> I think that was on our Ladies' Choice Month because it brought it, it up have... to Kim. It may have been. <laughs> uh, Van Wilder was one of my comedies. Orange County was another one. And then Panic Room, which was a pretty good movie. But you know mm-hmm. what made that movie great? Dwight Yoakam. 
Oh, oh. yeah. God, he was good. He I'm is so good. I love that guy. Yeah. He is one of my, he's probably my favorite country artist ever. Mm-hmm. But he is such a good actor, too. And he just he was great. The one honorable mention that I have here that I thought about picking. Have you seen this movie, Gifford? Frailty? I have it on, not on my top five, but I have it written down. I love okay. that movie. But I've only seen it once, but I remember it was such a, like, kind of unique horror movie, kind mm-hmm. of the small surprise. And I know I really liked it, and I really thought, like, we should go back and watch that again. But it's I worth didn't it. Pick it. Totally worth it. To so I might do it anyway. Yeah. Here's my top five. All right. Number five. Uh, Pete, I don't know why, but I remember you and me and Kim went to see Road to Perdition. And we don't go to movies together very often, but I remember you being with us. Just you, not Jenny. How's the third wheel, huh? Yeah, Road to Perdition with Tom Hanks. Unfaithful. That was a lucky Kim. 2002. Mm -hmm. That's number four. Gifford, no, I don't think we went together, but I remember we all talked a lot about the movie Signs. Because I think you didn't like it or something. We'll find out. Okay, here we go. Uh, number two, oh, I do have a, I do have a comedy. Number two, I have Gold Member. Yep. Kind of like um, Red Dragon. The second Austin, so I love the first Austin Powers as much oh. as anything. The second one, ugh, just huge disappointment. So over the top and dumb. But then Gold Member, I feel like bounced back. It wasn't perfect by any means, but it was pretty funny. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. And then finally, I'll stop talking. My number one is the movie that the other movie that I nearly picked, Minority Report with Tom Cruise, oh. Steven Spielberg movie. And I've only seen that, I think, probably the one time in the theater. But it was such another just unique movie. And I thought, mm-hmm. God, that'd be fun to watch again and see what I think now. Yeah, worth your time. So, it, it holds up. We won't have episodes on them, but I will still probably try to watch those two at some point. Sure. All right um pete uh okay so uh one of the movies that i maybe have well i know that the movie that i've seen more than any of the other other ones from this year would be the harry potter chamber of secrets movie came out Uh, Mm -hmm. um so that and that was one of the better ones um and uh then i had sweet home alabama on my list uh, Reese Witherspoon, and then I had I did have Road to Perdition. I didn't remember that until you brought that up that we had gone to that together. I vaguely yeah. remember it now. Um, and then I had Spider Man, um, <laughs> Phil Spider Man. <laughs> that's right. Um, and then I had Catch Me If You If You Can. You remember that movie? Oh yeah. Okay. Yep. See, that was, that was a fun one. Yep. Surprised I didn't write that one down, but I feel like I look back and I just I feel like I was disappointed in it a little bit, but. I don't know. I thought it was good. I thought it was fine. I've only seen it once. So yeah, I, I you know, go I, back and rewatch it. It's not yeah. one that I look back and think, God, that was great. I got to watch it again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, then, uh, and then I did have, my last one that I had was uh, Big Fat Greek Wedding, which I had on my list as well. Okay. All right. Is, it, is that your list? That is my list. All right. Well, I will go take it from here. Um, you guys mentioned a lot of my honorable mentions and a couple from my um, my top five. But this was the year that the first Resident Evil came out. Um, the movie The Rookie with Dennis Quaid. Oh, yes. That, Never that seen came it. out this year. That was pretty good. Uh, the tenth Friday the Thirteenth movie, Jason <laughs> X. I saw that. I knew He's you were going to have space. that. I came across it. Yep, he's in space this time. So <laughs> and one year sweet. ago on Halloween, we talked about the Friday the 13th franchise. That's that's right. Right. I learned a lot. That's a year ago already. Mm-hmm. 
Any of um, this, right? Attack of the Clones, Star Wars, uh, came out this year. Which uh, is like was... the worst one, right? Um, that was I bad. would go with the first one. The oh, first really? one of first the one was yeah, probably okay. the worst. I actually Attack of the Clones it. is pretty bad. I'll defer too, to yeah. you. I am I, not the expert. Well, I mean it's it's simply an opinion, but I, I enjoyed Attack of the Clones. Okay. Um my fourth favorite uh, Sandler movie, Mr. Deeds, came out this year. Um a smaller movie knockaround guys. I enjoyed that. The transporter. Um The Ring came out this year, yeah, and I ring. have a freaky story about the ring. Uh, Jackass, the movie, the first one came oh out. God, this year. that goes back twenty years. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eight Mile with uh, Eminem, Kim Basinger. That was uh, excellent. We also have uh, the Two Towers, Lord of the Rings movie came out that year. Pete, I was surprised you didn't include Born Identity on your list. That's, <laughs> yeah, that was dumb. Because that's what Pete picked. So that's what we'll be covering later. Maybe my he way through my his list mind. anyway. Sure. So my top five. Uh, that Gangs is a good one, Giff. Thank you. Gangs of New York. Uh, my number four is Signs. I love that movie. Well, you did. I, I, see, I, I felt like you something happened at the end where you thought, oh, God, it just fell apart or something. But No, I, I really, really enjoyed that movie. Uh, my number three is Van Wilder. My number two is Catch Me If You Can. I really enjoy that movie. If it's on television, I will sit and watch it. And my number one, and I almost uh, picked this for this uh, this month, Super Troopers came oh. out in 02. And I love the Broken Lizard guys, All a lot of their movies, um, even their uh, Tacoma FD, which two of them are in. I watched that TV show. I like their humor. So Super Troopers was excellent. So that's my number one. Hey, you know, we had some really good variety in our lists there this time. Mm -hmm. So that's well funny. done. Yeah. A well, lot for the people to think about. Here. Well, and yeah, you go back and watch all kinds of good stuff. A lot of good movies that's that year right. that I really enjoyed. <clears throat> all right. Are we ready for a little preacher row? PR. I think so. Why think not? So. All right, let's crank it up. Thank you. We'll see Bye. You. See you next week. Bye. Yeah.